0: This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the second Sunday in Ordinary Time. A survey of recently married couples has revealed that the average cost of getting married in the UK last year was a staggering 30k. But speak to any bride and they'll tell you it's worth every penny. It's either the attraction of appearing in white, or having gorgeous photos, or just wanted to give your friends and family a good day out most couples think it's money well spent and what is our catholic faith after all if not a glorious celebration of what is good true and beautiful jesus christ has given us the fullness of truth in his church and the whole of revelation the bible and the gospels in particular present salvation as a joyful banquet where God is one with his people and where he has prepared the very best of food and wine for them. What God wants for his people is life and joyful life to the full. Any version of Christianity that puts a stress on meanness or sadness is heretical, because when God and mankind meet, it's a wedding banquet. In fact... You see in some very early depictions of Christmas, the Incarnation is seen as the very marriage of heaven and earth. In Jesus Christ, heaven and earth, divinity and humanity, have met and have married. The result of it is a joyful banquet. This is how we can say that the Mass itself and Holy Communion is a nuptial thing. In Communion, our bodies are intimately united with Jesus Christ in a way far more profound and intimate than in any human union. What happens nowadays at a wedding is what happened all along. You receive gifts. At the time of our Lord, you wouldn't necessarily have gone along to John Lewis or Peter Jones and left, left your wedding list with them, but you would have expected gifts nonetheless. When God meets his people in a wedding feast, then all kinds of unexpected gifts are given. St Paul says, gifts of prophecy, of wisdom, of speech, of healing, these are all the signs that heaven and earth have met and have wedded. At the time of Jesus, as in some parts of the world still today, a wedding wasn't just a day affair with your meal guests followed by the evening guests all neat and orderly. It was a long, ongoing celebration over some days. If the wine ran out, the party would end. Because Mary is the seat of wisdom, she sees and treasures things in her heart. She is the visionary who sees they are running out of wine, and she tells Jesus. And Jesus calls her woman, which might sound a bit harsh and disrespectful, but it's in fact a way of referring to her as the mother and voice of the whole of humanity, because she is the new eve so she can tell jesus that they the whole human race are running out of wine running out of what makes and gives substance to life everything that makes our lives rich and wonderful and what god intends them to be what mary is talking about here is the fact that we have been alienated from god which renders us and our lives joyful joyless and flat, So it's Mary who wants Jesus to restore to our human condition all that sin has taken away from us. That's why she is so wonderful, because she is our spokesperson who pleads our cause with the Lord. Now in St John's Gospel, everything has got a symbolic meaning. His own symbol is in fact the eagle, because the eagle can soar to the heights of the heavens and into the brightness of the sun without being harmed. So, St John can fly high into the brightness of spiritual truths and look straight at them. Water is a symbol, but water does not intoxicate us. It's insipid, even if it is necessary for life. I only drink water when I have to. The six stone water jars stand for everything that we can achieve on our own apart from God, they stand for the arts. And literature and music, science, politics, marriage and family life. All those good things that are part of our human condition. But they don't intoxicate. They don't give us basic joy. No matter what I accomplish in this life, whatever my culture can give me, I'm still looking for more. I'm still unsatisfied. That is why the six stone jars symbolize us all that is good and beautiful, but which does not fill us or bring us lasting joy. Now, Jesus takes the water and he transforms it into wine. And now the celebration can continue. On the symbolic level, which John is very fond of, everything has been brought to Jesus Christ, everything, literature, the arts, science, and so on. And now he's able to transfigure and transform them into something that is powerful and life-giving. The arts and science are wonderful. Marriage and family are wonderful things. But when they are severed from God, they become self-absorbed. When we connect all of that to the divine source, they become even more life-giving and truly meaningful. When through sin, anything is severed from God, like science and politics, and marriage itself. It becomes self-regarding and dysfunctional. Anything without Christ is like the jar of water. With Christ, it becomes the best, the most intoxicating wine. Our culture has become largely flattened and secularised and disconnected from the divine source. Our task in this world is to bring all of it back to Christ so that he can transform it and then the party can continue as God intended. And all this can happen because all things are possible with Jesus through Mary. Let us pray. Almighty ever-living God, who govern all things both in heaven and on earth, Mercifully hear the pleading of your people and bestow your peace on our times. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen.